This is fucking awesome. On Talking Stupid. Because Mishmash sounds negative. <laughs> on, the, on stage, I mean, they're classic. I remember, I was playing uh, the, the podcast of things up here on Talking Stupid. You know what? Shit's crumbling around me. Just let it lie. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta let it happen sometimes. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Stupid. I'm William. I'm Jeremy. I'm Veg. Hey guys, we got a lot of show for you today. Uh, we are going to talk about the new show, December 26th, uh, because that's going to be on Monday. So if you're listening to this on Friday, make sure you come on Monday because that'll be really exciting. Uh, and if you're li- listening to this on Saturday, still come on Monday. Yeah, yeah. but if you're watching, listen on Sunday, don't come. Just don't come. <laughs> but if you're listening to it on Monday, come that night. Yeah, definitely come that night. So, uh, as so well Sunday's as Sunday's listeners don't get yeah. to go. No, that's they don't get to go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, as well as we all saw. The new Star Wars movie, Star Wars Rogue, the Rogue One, the, the Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> the Jar Jar Binks epilogue. <laughs> Whatever happened to Jar Jar? Do you really care? <laughs> What's the official name of it? It's Star Wars. It's a Star Wars story, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. No, That's, it's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. story. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. I knew story was different than like the normal Star Wars. There's a story in there somewhere. Yeah, and, and that's the reason why they didn't have a crawl at the beginning of the I movie. I was going to mention that. I was like, what? Yeah, it's different. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like change. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, as well as we're going to talk about the the evolution of movie theaters. Uh, I think uh, since we've all been kids, Veg, you especially, uh, there has been a <laughs> lot of change. Wax cylinders, Veg. <laughs> you get the guy with the big handlebar mustaches sitting on the piano. <laughs> we saw a train on the tracks four last week. <laughs> Five people died of heart attacks. <laughs> it's they okay. thought you it was real. You didn't have to see one to three to really understand four, <laughs> but it helped with the backstory. <laughs> there was an evil guy with a big mustache twirling, and he had some broad <laughs> tied up on tracks. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so hey, we're going to talk, yeah. talk about how movie theaters have changed and how they've become more of a luxury experience than they were in the past. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, to start off, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you do want to catch more of the uh, more of the podcast, you can check them out at www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcast. And for everybody who listened for the first time, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you really like what you hear, you can subscribe. There's a subscribe button there. Or you can check us out on iTunes. As well as if you want to see find us on Facebook, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash stupidflandersband. Uh, to start out, I did want to mention uh, December 26th, which is the day after Christmas, also as Veds like to mention, Boxing Day, uh, will be a amazing show that we're going to be performing at the OC Observatory. Uh, it's called Scoxing Day. That's right, folks. Uh. Uh, in a world where Trump is president, like we said last week, we now have Scoxing Day. Up thank- is down. Cold is hot. <laughs> thank-, thank you, America. You did this. Uh, that is December 26th. Show starts at 7. We have a, it's an amazingly big show with Fishbone, The Agrolites, Starpool, Skepesh Mode, uh, Karate in the Garage, Hooray for Our Side, Cubicle, The B Sharps, and of course, your favorite, Stupid Flanders. You hey. remember? Yeah, I didn't have to look at a paper for this one. Nice. Normally I'm all fumble and I'm like, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you fumbled on the word fumble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Flumbled. I was re- I was really trying to get away from Billiam's bloopers, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. <laughs> so, Got him. <laughs> so come check us out. You can see. Uh, you can check out all the information on all the bands more at uh, theocobservatory.com, as well as you can buy tickets there. I believe they're fifteen dollars a head. Or as we learned last week, you can actually go to Johnny Saloon in Huntington Beach and buy them there as well. So oh yeah, thanks to uh, Evan for hooking up. That bit of information. So yeah, and by the way, shout out to Evan for coming last week. You were fantastic, and uh, we had a lot of fun. And you should come back, whether or not you're having a show, because you're fun. So yeah, fuck it. You know what? I'm extending an invitation to Evan as like a recurring guest, as a recurring uh, guest, podcaster. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He's like James Woods on Family Guy. You know, like yeah. he comes in, then we put him in a box at the end of every episode. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. And he generally terrorizes our lives, right? Yeah, generally. (laughs) He lived on my couch for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we all, Veg? Haven't we all? Well, especially after some of those parties that you guys used to have. (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
Oh I don't know God. how many sunrises I've watched through your fucking like kitchen window. Like, <laughs> oh God, what the fuck is what, happening? <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? All right, guys, to start off this podcast, we do have a new movie to talk about. And I think it's one that we've all been really excited for for quite some time. Yes. Uh, it's the new movie, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. So... That that was me just uh, metaphorically jizzing my pants. Just so that, about that's your that review movie. on it on a scale of one to, to oh. one to jizz. <laughs> oh. It's uh. it's Rogue One, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Star Wars. <laughs> Rogue One. Uh, what do we think? Let's give some uh, start with some quick, just easy pros and cons. Okay. First off, spoilers for like the oh, rest of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, I would shut this off now, and then go see it, and then come back, and then listen to the rest of it. Yeah, and then you can angrily write to us about anything that we got wrong. Yeah, any plot holes we missed or something. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, my opinion: fucking Rogue One like exceeded all expectations. Um, I know a lot of people when Rogue One was announced are like, "Oh, it's gonna be like a Star Wars related movie. It's not gonna be as great." Or like, people were having like lower expectations for it. But once I saw that first trailer for it, I was already like more excited than I was when I heard um, Force Awakens was coming out. Yeah, when they were redoing more Star Wars, when they were doing more Star Wars movies. Yeah. Like, I was definitely more excited for Rogue One than I was for Force Awakens. And after watching the movie, I was absolutely right. Yeah, I think they did a lot of good things with with this movie. And I think um, a lot of parallels, actually, in this movie as well, I noticed. Parallels. Parallels to to A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. There were a lot of shots that were really similar. For example, when they're leaving Yavin 4 in the ship... And then they have the the guy, guy on the, the post, the turret oh, thing. That's yeah. almost that's almost shot for shot identical to that same shot when they're leaving for the Death Star yeah. in and A New Hope. You know what? What also is good about that um, that specific guy in the turret with the little scanner thing in his hand. He kind of has a little more depth now, as far as like a throwaway character goes. Yeah, because <laughs> like you know like. There was a couple of scenes where, you know, he was tracking the ships like he's supposed to do as they're leaving and coming in, you know. But then uh, when the the Rogue One group takes off without uh, authorization, he's just standing there with his little scanner like, what the hell? Why is that ship leaving? Like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that one. That's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So he actually has a job. He's just not yeah, like just, not just, just being like, he's not just a guy doing. there to give. An air of like futuristic sci-fi shit, you know what I mean? They needed an aerial shot, but they needed something in the foreground to be like yeah. a little this blurry. This is the scale of the world. Yeah, this makes me think of Family Guy. Pew, pew. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, can I also say that I really liked uh, B two in the movie? K two, sorry, K two, K two I just, I just saw the movie. Sorry, I'm still learning names. No, yeah, K two S O is my new favorite droid in all of Star Wars. Oh yeah. Like, he was funny, badass, and, like, a fucking loyal fucking droid, It was droid, heartbreaking dude. when he died. Oh, yeah. You're just like, Yeah, like, oh. that was the first time I felt sad for a droid getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, he, he, I like the fact that they gave a droid with no filter. Yeah. I mean, like, not that C-3PO didn't have a filter. He was just more of an asshole about stuff. Yeah. But, but K2 was, like, very real about stuff. He's like, do you want to know the percentages of... How how she's gonna? How, yeah. um, do you want to know the percentage of what she's gonna shoot you, or she's gonna shoot you? Yeah, it's high, it's <laughs> very high. Now, do you know who does the voice? I don't know. Yeah, um, fucking two dicks. <laughs> Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Oh, well, what? Yeah. Oh, really? So, so Steve the pirate and oh uh, yes, and, yeah, yeah. I, I saw some uh, production photos of him wearing like a like a one of those suits that like a motion capture type deal oh, okay. suit. Oh, wow, so he did all the motion, too, for it, not just the voice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unless those fucking images were completely fake or... <laughs> no, so, on the internet? Somebody <laughs> was saying he was actually on set for, for filming and stuff. I think yeah. they got his his voiceover stuff, like, in the middle of filming. Plus, it's easier to have that than, like, like a head on a stick, being like, oh, yeah. that's a robot. Look yeah. at the robot. 
The robot yeah. said something funny. React to it. Now, K2SO, he looks to be at least fucking like almost seven foot tall, dude. Yeah. Hey, he's big. Yeah, so I'm wondering if uh, Alan Two Dicks over there fucking on the set had to <clears throat> wear some like some sort of stilts well, or I something. Saw, like stills of uh, when they did Jar Jar. Yeah. Jar Jar was pretty tall, and so the actor had like a head on top of his head. Oh, so everybody right would focus on yeah. you focus okay. on the actual head, not him, and so you, yeah. can, you can get the the height of it and still the the body structure there. Yeah, but I mean, when you look at fucking Jar Jar, he has a weird shaped body where like his neck's like fucking three feet long. <laughs> So it makes sense to just put the head on top of the human, actual human head. I don't know. Anyway, excuse me. <laughs> Moving on. Um, one thing that this movie really got me excited for, and I'll, I'll ask this question in just a second, but one thing this movie really got me excited for was a lot more, uh, a lot more addition to the Jedi lore. You know, oh, yeah. And yep. I think I think that's a movie I kind of want to see in itself. Kind of do an old Republic movie. Where we get to go back and see kind of the origins of the Jedi's and where they all came from, and that would be cool because there are, I mean, you look at the canon they built out now between the cartoons and the movies and some of the the stuff that they've used like outside in video games and stuff. Yeah, they are building kind of they're they're still using a lot of the stuff that they used in like the original script, like the original texts, like from the movies and the books and stuff from the earlier days yeah. that aren't considered canon anymore, but they're still building a universe around it. So I'm really curious, like there are other Jedi temples out there that people use. There wasn't just the one on Coruscant. There are other Jedi temples. Like for example, in this, uh, what was the name of the planet? Jedha. Jedha. That like, was, it was cool, but also kind of like, ah, oh, come on. That's the name of the planet. <laughs> Can we can we just call it Jakku too? Can we just <laughs> I know right? Just, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> it's a sand planet with a with a bunch of people on it. They're all scavenging for kyber crystals. Yeah, we'll just call it a uh, Tatooine two. <laughs> Tatooine three, sir. Three because Jakku would technically be Tatooine oh, two. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of desert planets in the Star Wars universe. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not. Re- Is it also run by the Hut family? <laughs> He's the Secretary of Commerce for Mad Max. <laughs> Mayor Jabba Utumolo Tuba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Let's not, not get into not get back to that. So um, I really want to see more of the Jedi Order and kind of, you know, like kind of the backstory of like where the well, Jedi's came from yeah, and like dope. what their origin, like who was oh, the first like, guy to understand like kyber crystals could make lightsabers? Like, so you're where talking that about even even before Episode One, you're talking about like the origins of the Jedi. Oh, I'm talking the beginning yeah. of of the everything back when like the Sith Lords and the Jedi's were having these massive battles. Even before the Jedi's or the the Sith became just the power of two, when you'd only have a master and a yeah. servant. Back when there were thousands and thousands of Sith all fighting each other and the Jedi, and there was this, you know, like, yeah. literally Old Republic stuff. That's what I really want to see. That would be pretty cool. Because I feel like there's a lot of backstory that they're building up to that we haven't seen yet. Unless, unless, and I just thought of this, they're bringing that back in the new Star Wars movies. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't have done these Star Wars movies unless there was a reason for all these things. So maybe... Money? Yeah, but it would be weird for them to be like, okay, here's episode, like, eight, nine... Eight and nine, but they're going to the past. Yeah, but you could have done these other movies at any time. So, for example, here's here's my argument on this. So, when Suicide Squad came out, they really didn't need to put Suicide Squad next. Like there was they no reason to They didn't have to make Suicide Squad. Period. I'm well, they kidding. did. <laughs> they did because they needed to be able to set up for Justice League. Yeah. They needed to be able to set up that this team failed, but now Batman's building a team and he can do it better. Right. That's what they're that's what they're currently building for right now. And they needed literally Suicide Squad could have been a fifteen minute commercial where they showed like, Hey, we built this team. Oh no, it failed. Don't worry, they saved the day. Batman's gonna do it better this time, you know? <laughs> Just to show that Amanda like kind of put Amanda Waller in her so place. Like, let's and, go ahead and sit the B squad back down. <laughs> yeah, like don't worry about these guys. They're not coming back, but we got the A team coming in. We got the Flash. We got Wonder Woman. It'll all be good, you know. Yeah. But I think that's what I wonder if that's what they're doing here with Rogue One. Like they're like, okay, we need to build some more storyline out. We need to kind of talk about 
bring these things into the forefront so people are aware of them, like kyber crystals or like other Jedi temples. Oh, because yeah. eventually Rey is going to need to go to a Jedi temple or go to a Jedi and start training like she did with, mm. like, she, like she's going to Luke now. You know what would be dope, dude? Is if somehow the, um, at the beginning of, okay, so at the beginning of uh, Rogue One, we see Jyn Erso as a little girl, like probably what, seven, six years old, six, yeah. seven years old. And then um, uh, Krennic and his death troopers come looking for uh, Galen Erso to try and bring him back to get him to work on the Death Star. Yeah, he is the engineer behind <clears throat> the plans of the Death Star. Yeah. So as they're, as they land and then they're coming for Galen, Galen sees him and, he's, and he wants to save his family. So he tells, you know, his, uh, his wife and daughter, like, go run and hide. You know what I mean? And then, um, oh, we'll talk about that, this other stuff later. No, but um, so uh, Jin and uh, the mom, what's the mom's name? I forgot. They mentioned it once. Mother, <laughs> Mother Urso, Mother Urso. I don't know. She was in the movie for five Mama minutes. Mama Urso, <laughs> big bad Mama Urso. <laughs> she was in the movie for about five minutes. I got a pock shot off on, uh, yeah, on the general, and that was hit, about it. Krennic in the shoulder, and then she got one in the gut. <laughs> yeah, that was that was all she got. Can I also say, not to di- not to sidetrack, but the stormtroopers <laughs> were much better in this movie than any other movie well, I've they're ever death seen. <laughs> what? It's because they're death troopers. Oh yeah, they're the they're the they're ones the that elite. like survived every other battle, so they were able to make higher ranks. Yeah, exactly. So when uh, the mom is trying to uh, give uh, Jin all her like her her backpack and like all this stuff, so she can leave, she gives her the a fucking uh, a crystal uh, necklace with a crystal on it, and it's a kyber crystal. Yeah. And then what I read was. Jin's mom was actually a fucking uh, a guardian of the wills. Really? That's why she was wearing a red sash just like fucking uh, uh, Baze Malvis. Oh. That's, then, a, that's, that's an why, interesting tie-in. Yeah, and then that's like that's why they're a little more attuned to where like the crystals and like the force stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're because, a little more attuned to it. Not to the level of a Jedi, but like more than a standard like, you know, being. Got it. So what you're saying is they have enough metachlorians to be able to sense the force, but they don't have enough metachlorians to, to actually be yeah. a Jedi and be a full. So they're kind of like they're kind of like they're the re- lichens. Yeah. <laughs> they're no, the they're, reject they're the, Jedi's. They're the familiars, is what <laughs> what I was looking for. No, but um, yeah, what I was going back to saying is what it'd be sick is if Jin uh, if Jin Erso's fucking crystal necklace somehow made its way to fucking Ray and she uses that crystal for a fucking lightsaber, that'd be the shit, dude. See tie-ins. I'm telling you, they had to make <laughs> this movie where they did for a reason. Like, yeah. You know the kyber crystals and bringing all that stuff in. <clears throat> um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question because I asked Jeremy earlier. But do you think it's nerdy of me that I knew what a kyber crystal was? Yes. Okay, because I went in the movie and they're like, "Oh, this is where all the kyber crystals are found." I was like, "I know what those are." And then later on, of course, they explain in the movie that they're like, "Oh, this is the the yeah ones that make the lightsabers," which is weird that she knew that if she wasn't really involved. But that makes more sense if her mother was involved with the Jedi. That she would understand kind of the intricacies of those. Yeah, like perhaps maybe she has some of that uh, that force sense, force power in her. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like not, not even to the level of a guardian, but you know, attuned. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's. I, we should probably go over the story of what Rogue One was. I meant to do that in the beginning, but uh. Oh uh, yeah. So Rogue One is the story of Jyn Erso and her kind of. It's a prequel story building up to a new hope and it's about basically how this team comes together rogue one and the rebels come together and they find the death star plans and how they basically make it to the intro of a new hope yeah that's the cool thing like this rogue one ends literally like five minutes before a new hope yeah which is oh that was a good twit that was a good like that was another parallel that i really liked in the movie was the whole hope theme yeah. Ah. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? No, that wasn't what I was going to say, but Ooh. but that's a good that's a good point though. Like 
the fact that it was all about hope and then like with the with the Death Star plans being brought in, they they are literally the new hope. Exactly. Ma, ma, ma. <laughs> no, I was gonna say there's a parallel in the scenes of the beginning of the New Hope and the end of Rogue One where all the all the you know, the rebels, they all line up on the doorway and they're trying to stop Vader, and then all of a sudden he just like turns on his lightsaber. Oh let's let's save that for later. Because okay. that yeah. that was an amazing fucking scene. But let's go back to um, the beginning of the movie. Okay, we'll, we'll start there and we'll, we'll work our way through. Start at the beginning. Yeah, let's start at the beginning. So, yeah, like I said before, you know, uh, Galen Urso was an Imperial officer, right? Yes. And then he left, he left the, uh, the Empire. Yeah, because he had, he had made some sort of story that he was getting too old and too senile. He was having a hard time remembering. Yeah. Basically just a way to get out of the Empire. He realizing what they were making. And he wanted some no sort part of, of weapon. And so he moved to like a remote location, just a farm and live out his life outside of the fucking Empire. But here comes fucking Krennic because apparently Jin, I mean, not Jin, uh, Galen Urso is like a really talented like engineer and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was actually the one that came up with the idea of bringing kyber crystals in ah. to to use for the Death Star weapon, and isn't that I I also like that symbolism that the weapons that were supposed to be the creator of peace in the universe were now being used to be the ultimate destruction yeah of the universe like the ultimate destructive machine of the universe I thought that was a really cool parallel you know yeah that the things that made Jedi lightsaber weapons that were supposed to be the protectors of the universe are now making this planetary destroyer that yeah. is going to be able to swiftly and quickly defeat any re- any opposition in our way whatever the line was yeah you know come to think of it in the original trilogy they never mentioned how a death star works no, they they never talked about the logistics of it. They just they yeah, shot it it's once. Like, it's a big machine. It shoots a giant laser that can kill a planet. But now we know it's and run that's on all kyber you had crystals. to say in the seventies. People would freak out. They're like yeah, lasers. Like, Jesus Christ, lasers! <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> what sort of black magic is? This? You see people in the movie theater like, oh shit, lasers! <laughs> what are we doing? It's the equivalent of a train being shown on the screen for the first time. It's true. I was there. But <laughs> blue. Fucking minds across the nation. They didn't need to. They barely had enough budget to be able to like get a Chewbacca suit, like get Wookies in the movie. Let alone to be able to explain what Kyber crystals were and how they worked with the Death Star. They didn't need that yeah. shit back then. They, okay. just, they just needed. They just needed to let you know that shit's gonna go down. Exactly. Um, so yeah, moving forward. Um, oh, I, there's no way around it. I'm gonna have to talk about it. So like I said, you know. Krennic comes down looking for Galen, and then you know he sends uh, Jin and her mother to go run away and hide. As they run back to uh, the Urso household, they're the cameras you know going through the the house, and then it goes to the kitchen right up front, dead center blue of the milk? frame. Blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> I have that written down. Yeah, <laughs> fucking blue milk, just like in A New Hope. I saw that and I was like, yeah, blue milk. The where the hell does, saw, yeah. where does it come from? That's my question. I know what animal is giving off What's blue milk. What's giving blue milk? <laughs> it's the Gungans. Yeah. Oh, the, oh the girl, Gungan. this is Jar Jar milk. <laughs> it's canon now. <laughs> if George Lucas had his way, everything would be from the Gungans. <laughs> but yeah, that was a cool uh, callback. Just one among many callbacks throughout the uh, original. Um, mm-hmm. Call back to the original trilogies. Um, let's go through the, those real quick because okay. I feel like that's a section that we're not going to be able to get to. Yeah, we're there's 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 too much movie and not enough time. Yeah. So let's hit the big points then. Yeah, so let's just do it right now. So there's the blue milk, that was awesome. Um, throughout the entire movie, you see uh, droids from the original trilogy, like yep. the the gonk power droid, that big box with the two <laughs> legs, and the mouse droids. And then the there. mouse droids, the little fucking you know. Remote control RC C-3PO. car looking things. Yeah, and you get a <laughs> nice out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You get a nice little cameo from C three PO and R two D two. That was cute. That was dope. Um, what else was there? Oh, the two guys from uh, Moss Eisley, the bar at Mar- oh, Moss I Eisley. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, yeah. I wanted in twelve sectors. Yeah. Uh, systems. Systems. Either way, I have the death sentence on. Is it twelve? I think it's twelve. 
I'm sure somebody will be like, what the fuck? No, yeah, come not. on, guys. <laughs> it's clearly 14. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, those guys were in like in the streets of uh, Jeddah, I think. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And, um, and the guy's like, ah, oh, don't worry. Forget about him. Like, Yeah, it's like, just leave him be. <laughs> and then, you know, in two hours, they'll be fucking getting their arm chopped off by fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> So literally, they go from they probably go Jetta, from Jetta straight, straight to, to Mos Eisley, yeah, and they straight go into the cantina, and then from there they both die. Yeah, I guess they don't Did die. They die. Well, okay, one well, gets slashed, and then one gets his arm chopped off. I'm thinking the guy with the messed up eye, he got killed. Yeah, the guy with the fucking baboon ass face. <laughs> I forgot what they what his real name is, but like he just got his arm chopped off, and if it's Chopped off by a lightsaber, that's instantaneous cauterization. So he'll survive uh, with a story to tell. When you watch uh, New Hope, there's blood on the ground. It's true. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, yeah. But that's something that they didn't want to fix in the movie. They're like, no, we got to change Jabba back to what he is as a hut, yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to kill the blood part of that in that, in that <laughs> sequence. That's We can't do that. We don't have the technology for that. Yeah. Uh, as well as... Uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? Bail Organa makes a, a cameo appearance. Yeah. Jimmy Smits comes back. Yeah, I have that written down too. As well as, uh, you know, you get all the major characters, throwbacks, which uh, General Moff Tarkin, as well as... That was amazing, yeah. dude. Like the uh, CGI. Yeah. I had to look him up. Like, yeah, he died in 94. Yeah, he died. And they had a total different actor do it than just CGI his face. Yeah. Same with Princess Leia. I think they got a guy who looked enough like him to where they could... Do minimal changes on on his face to make him look like uh, Moff Tarkin. So as for for Leia, so that wasn't actually Carrie that Fisher. No, I had, I looked it up as some other actor. It wasn't Carrie Fisher on there. Oh, okay. And then they just it wasn't even her voice though. I didn't see if it was. Her I voice doubt or it's her voice because if you know her voice now yeah, she, is still it's pretty a little, gravelly. Yeah, she's had some bad years of alcoholism that just didn't do her any yeah. good. Um, okay, still love her, so <laughs> bringing up those two characters. I liked it. I liked what they did. I was glad they could bring the characters back. For me, it had a bit of Uncanny Valley to it. You know, just where, like, they looked humanoid enough, but they weren't quite there that my mind was still, like... Do you guys... First of all, do you guys know what Uncanny Valley is? No. Okay. <laughs> so, if you, I, didn't, if you didn't catch that, me and Veg just stared blankly at William. So, like so Uncanny Valley is... Your mind can kind of because we look at human faces all day we can we know what a human face looks like so we just fill in the gaps is what you're saying it, well kind of like that there's a certain point where like you can fill in the gaps and you're like okay this looks semi-humanoid but if you try to get to become too too humanoid without it actually being a human your 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 mind goes like this isn't human and it almost becomes grotesque in your mind so it's like and going to walmart Exactly, okay. yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what the Uncanny Valley is, is like your mind's like, okay, I, this isn't human, this isn't human. But as you get closer to making humanoid, your your mind's like, that's human, but I don't but recognize there, it. Yeah, there's it's something, something wrong with it. Yeah, there's definitely something off that you can't pinpoint, but Ex- it's it's stuck in your mind. Exactly. So okay. I felt like with those two characters, they were they were right there, and they've done a really good well, job. Even you look at the earlier movies that started doing like like the earlier Terminators and stuff, where they wanted to bring in young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Those were bad. These are much better. I yeah. will say they, they've gotten a lot better with that. I think that they did a much better job on Tarkin than they did with uh, Princess Leia, though. They kind of slapped it together last minute. <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, the Princess Leia one was. I don't know, like the color was off. Yeah, she just, wasn't a black lady, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really did some some da- changes with her character on that one. Yeah, I'm like, um, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, can we also say? Can we also bring this up that Darth Vader made a joke? Yeah. How crazy is that? A weird dad joke too. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, maybe he a dad. Maybe he had an idea. Maybe he thought, and you're like, oh, kids are dead, but I'll still be that dad figure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still wear my fishing, I love fishing t-shirt on weekends. I only fish on days that end Y. <laughs> I'd rather be golfing, <laughs> shit like that. I do like with Vader, they brought uh, James Earl Jones back to do the yeah, voice. Yeah, to do that the original really cool. voice. So they oh, have somebody else try to fill in with that. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, enough about... Um, Callbacks to the trilogy. Let's go to... Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, fuck, we're still at the fucking beginning. We're still at the beginning. Yeah, we got a long way to go. Okay, let's fucking speed this along then. Uh, fucking 
Krennic's there, tells Galen, you know, you got to come with us. Asks where his family is, says his wife died. But then here she comes. Clearly that was a lie. Yeah. Because she comes up, like, saying, get away from my family and whatever. She pulls a, a, a blaster, blaster on Krennic. And then um, she manages to get a shot off and, like, hits him in the shoulder. And then the death troopers fucking just let her have it. Yeah. Dude. One shot to the gut and that was it. Or it was, yeah. like, to the chest. Like, that was a really accurate shot for a stormtrooper. Again, death, death troopers, trooper. man. Sure. There's a reason their armor's black, because they're badass. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> So uh, so then they go. So then, uh, Gail, Galen, Galen. No, no. What's what's the daughter's name? Jin. Jin. Thank you. <laughs> the main character. I've only had you one. Did watch beer. this, right? Yeah, I know. It's the girl. <laughs> main character. I've been trying to be better about names and movies, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's well, that girl. Okay, to be fair, this movie is really bad at fucking. Dude, those names are horrible. Yeah, like I only know these names because I had to look it up for this podcast, but. Um, uh, Donnie Yen and fucking uh, his homeboy. Yeah, their characters' names are Chimwei something fucking or other. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, I looked it up and now I fucking can't even remember it. Like they're crazy, like fucking insane names that you would never ever remember because they're just too fucking odd. You know what I mean? The other his his boy's name is Baze Malbus. Yeah, that's fucking like come on, dude. <laughs> We don't. Well, let's 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 look at the original names. Luke Leahon. Yeah. All one two syllables. Really easy to remember. Skywalker. Sky. Words we know. Simple. Yeah. And then you go to even seven eight nine. Finray uh, Poe. Sim- they really like one syllable names in the Star Wars universe. And then you had oh, did you- one two three of Anakin and Obi Wan and Padme, which kind of threw off the yeah. But well, those movies threw everything off. That's, yeah, that's true. true. But I remember reading somewhere that. Uh, that heroes' names, like main heroes' names, tend to be one-syllable names, just because it has that 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 strength to it. You know what I mean? It's um, one syllable. Neo, Bedge, Duh. <laughs> yeah, Jin goes Jin, and hides. Yeah, goes and hides, and apparently there's this cave on the world that's nearby your house, but there's like a built-in, like almost like hideaway Safe shelter. House? Yeah, like a. What do they call it? A panic room? Panic room, yeah. <laughs> With Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster's yeah. in the room, Jody too. Jodie Foster's in there like, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> do you get cell phone service in here? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would change the movie completely. <laughs> anyway, so she hides in this fucking uh, this little room, and it was pretty cool, like... It's like a small space. It has like some necessities in there, like some food and water. Yeah, enough and to stuff. keep her alive for a couple of days. Yeah, and then um, they fast forward. It must have been like a couple of days, or yeah, she'd been there for a while. Yeah, she'd been there for at least a few days. But um, the hatch on the fucking shelter finally opens, and it's um, uh, what's his character's name? DeForest Whitaker. I mean, for Forest Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. DeForest Whitaker. Yeah. Not DeForest. Not, not, not Okay. So him and DeForest Kelly, I always get mixed up. <laughs> one played a character in Star Trek, and now one played a character in Star Wars. Yeah. So I, I defin- definitely right, right, different. Right, it's right. okay. Um, um, what, wait, no, 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 no. Uh, saw. Crazy Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> saw Crazy Eyes. Saw. No. <laughs> it's Saw. Exactly. But basically, his character is a character from uh, Star Wars Rebels, right? Oh, really? Yeah. No idea. I believe he's his character is from Star Wars Rebels. He's not actually in any of the like the books or the, okay. the actual movies or whatever. Hmm. He's taken from that, an animated series. And a lot of people were actually pretty stoked that like characters from the animated series were making it onto the big screen in real life, finally. That is cool. Um. Like there was also the uh, the ship, I forgot what the name of the ship was, um, but it's like, you know, the hero ship in Rebels. Re- Rebels. Yeah, makes like a few appearances in like the space battles. Oh really? Yeah, like that mm. makes me want to go back and watch. You know, mm. it's, wait, I wonder if Star Wars Rebels is on Netflix. It's not. Boo! But it's oh, on Fire Stick. Fuck there you, you. go. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. Anyway, uh. It's Saw. Saw. Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera, that's what it was. So 
he is a friend of Galen Erso. Yeah, they were. Yeah, he they knew he, each other. In they some knew each way. other, and uh, um, Saw Gerrera is a basically a hardcore militant rebel. Yeah, so he's like. He's the extreme version of the rebels. If the rebels were like senators and stuff, he was considered like the military guy. Yeah, exactly. he's basically a terrorist. Yeah, sure. I mean, albeit like a good terrorist? Question mark. I don't know. I don't know if any. <laughs> I don't know if any terrorists are good per se. Well, I but... mean, if you look at it from the imperials' point of view, he's a terrorist. Yes, but, but if you look at it from his point of view, I'm a freedom fighter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what side true. of the American Revolution you're on, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's true of any fucking conflict. Everyone's right, right? Yeah. Just in the wrong ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, um, he finds Jin in the uh, in the panic room. <laughs> Thanks, Jodie Foster, for t- watching out for Jin or so. And then he basically takes her under his wing and trains her to become a, a rebel fighter. Mm-hmm. And she's with him all the way up to the age of sixteen, right? Which she, yeah, uh, which she feels like. Well, she gets left. He leaves her. Yeah, they, they're they're in a battle, and then like they're about to get caught, and basically Sagarera leaves Jin to get to get captured by. No, uh, no, 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 no. He hides her. Oh, he hides her. He hides her, but he doesn't. Uh, but like, because people are starting to ask questions, like, "Who is this girl?" Like, they start looking into her past a little bit, and they start realizing who she is, and and who her dad is and so he hides her and then kind of leaves and kind of starts going doing his own stuff to protect her but really so that he could kind of keep going yeah yeah that was kind of the implication of it yeah so there's a little bit of animosity when they meet up again later on in the movie yeah but um anyway they flash forward like uh Jin's what 20 something at this early point 20s. early 20s and she's she's captured by the imperials and so she's getting sent to a some sort of work camp yeah some sort of prison work camp or whatever. And then um, fucking... I get, how did the Rebels find out about her? They just they just happened to find... They just must have known her name. They've probably been keeping oh, an eye on okay, her for a yeah, while. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like Their their system of spies heard that uh, uh, the Empire has captured the daughter of Galen Erso. Well, no, not even that. They just... The, oh, because she was what under was her, a, a fake name. Yeah. It was a fake name, but I'm assuming it was like a name that like triggered a warning to like, oh, this is Jin. Like, this is who she yeah, is. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. we got to go get her. So the point is, they knew who she was. Yeah. So they rescue her, which was an awesome moment. So rebel fighters come and like they fucking you know attack the uh, the transport that they're carrying her in, and then a couple of uh, um, rebel soldiers come in and is like, you know, are you so and so? I forgot what her fake name was and. She was like, what is this about? And he's like, we're here to rescue you. And so they like, they set her free, but she like, she, she beats the she, crap she out of them. She beats the crap out of them to like escape because she doesn't know who these people really are. Yeah. You know? And then as she's jumping out of the transport, she gets fucking slammed down to the ground by K2SO, the most badass droid in all of Star Wars. Okay, so that's my <laughs> second favorite K2 moment. My favorite K2 moment where he walks in on um, Tatooine 3. Yeah. <laughs> Jetta. Jetta, thank you. Um, and he's like, I thought you guys would need assistance or blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden the grenade comes in, he grabs it, oh, yeah. and then just throws it, and then it just explodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He's. If you take nothing away from this movie, uh, K2 is an amazing character, and Alan Tudyk is an amazing actor. Because a character like that can only be done by a good actor, and I think Alan yeah. Tudyk yeah. has the acting chops and the amazingness to be able to really, yeah. to really embody that. Oh, another dope K two moment when he's at the at towards the end when he's at that uh, that control console and Jen gives him the uh, the blaster like a callback to uh, him asking like why didn't he get a blaster why earlier does, why does Jin get a blaster like two minutes ago she was like you were ready to like she was ready to kill you or something like why does she get a blaster blah 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 but anyway like towards the end of the movie she Jin hands K two a fucking blaster and says here you wanted one right and he's like. You know, you never cease to amaze me or something along those lines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like their little like, oh, you know, we've, we're finally friends. We've bonded. Yeah, we've bonded. Unfortunately, that's the last time they see each other alive. Womp womp. Yeah. But um, it was dope when he was there like trying to work on the controls and find the location of the, the plans. Mm-hmm. Like he's sitting there with his blaster not even looking. He's just oh. like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> 
He's just like doing the RoboCop thing where he's not even looking at what he's shooting, but he's hitting him dead on, you yeah. know? And again, he is a fucking droid, so he would have that kind of accuracy. Yep. Um, so let's skip forward because we've kind of talked about Jetta. So they go to Jetta, they find some Asian guys. He yeah, kind of knows the force a little bit. They're, they're former uh, guardians of the wills. So basically, is, basically, they protect the kyber crystals for the Jedi's. Like we said, kind of yeah. wannabe Jedi's of sorts. Eh, the familiars. Yeah. <laughs> they know of the force. They can kind of sense it, but they're not strong enough to be able to actually yeah. use the force. They're they're like, I don't know, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like the roadies of the band. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you yeah know? roadies. They do all the work. Yeah they, yeah, they tune the guitars and shit, and they just hand them over to the, the musicians, <laughs> you know? Ah, they're like Jedi Museum docents. <laughs> it's like we're there, but we didn't create the art. But we know a lot but about it. But we work here. <laughs> That's the anyway. best explanation I could have got for that. Right? So they go. Uh, they're trying to figure out why they're taking crystals. And then uh, the Death Star comes and blows shit all to hell. Yeah. Oh, the, that battle where fucking... The uh, was it uh uh Bay's Mal uh no not Bay's Mal um Saw Saw Guerrera when his when his men fucking uh launched started attack, attacking the uh, against the tank yeah against that fucking hover tank or whatever it was that was fucking dope dude <laughs> yeah that was pretty cool yeah and then um so um the two Asian dudes get in the mix. Uh, They're like, we need more characters. Come along. (laughs) So they go to Saw Gerrera, and they realize that they had gotten a transmission from a defective uh, Imperial pilot. A defector. A defector. (laughs) I guess he wasn't defective. That would be bad. (laughs) He's like, like, I only have one arm. (laughs) I'm the worst pilot in the galaxy. (laughs) I have no depth perception. (laughs) One arm, one eye. That's all I got. They call me missing. Strangely enough, I have three legs, ladies. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but you know what's funny? They didn't even give him a name. They just kept referring to him as fucking... The pilot. The pilot. I don't think they gave him a name for the rest of the movie. Not that I remember. Wow, yeah. Because even when I looked up the cast on on Google... It has everybody, you know, their picture, their real name in real life, and then their character's name. Yeah. They show, for the pilot, they show his picture, his real name, and then it's blank underneath. <laughs> you're a B character. You're a B-list actor. You're a yeah. B-list character. Which we don't need weird you. weird because he was their pilot. Pretty fucking important, that's if you ask Im- me. That's an important piece, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so they go to Sagarera's place, and they realize that he's got a transmission from... From Jin's dad. Yeah. And that's saying that he is basically hidden some sort of uh, so like secret back door to be able to destroy the Death Star mm. as he was building the Death Star. Sounds sexy. Yeah. Secret back door. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you in that Death Star. Ew, then fucking, that'd be funny if like the, the little microchip that he plays with the hologram on it is him butt naked. <laughs> <laughs> There's a back door to the Death Star <laughs> and me. <laughs> oh, no. Jin's just looking Jin, at I'm that. like, oh, my God, that's Jin. my father. <laughs> Sagar is like, I need to show you something. <laughs> Why did you think it was necessary to show me this? Could you just told me about this? <laughs> Bodhi Rook. <laughs> the pilot. Okay, so the pilot's name is Bodhi Rook, but I don't ever remember them saying his name. Not that I. They called him pilot for the most for the most part. Yeah. Uh, and then okay, so they go to Sagarera's place, and they they show this transmission of her Jin's dad, and he shows it to her about there's the basically the exhaust port that yeah. we see in the New Hope, which can we talk about is one of those things that I feel like everybody was like, why would you build why a would you Death build Star with an exhaust death? port? Exactly, the something that led right to the reactor that would destroy everything. Yeah, but. And, Rogue One does a really good job of explaining why that's it's possible to fucking blow up the entire Death Star because Galen Erso purposely built in a flaw where the reactor would explode with like minor fucking damage. Yeah, just a little, just a yeah, minor hit would like, destroy the entire, would set up a chain reaction to destroy the entire. Yeah, basically the way he said it, 
it sounded like you can walk up to it and give it a kick with your boot and like it would blow up. Some stormtrooper trying to get some tail yeah. just like lays on it. Oh shit! <laughs> he was like, "Oh no, I dropped my lunch." Think, boom! <laughs> hey, do we need that droid? So <laughs> little mouse droid just falls off the side. Oh shit! Yeah. Can somebody stop that? <laughs> it's like ah, it's just one mouse droid. What's gonna happen? <laughs> So, uh, anyway, yeah, that does a really good job of explaining why the Death Star is able to be blown up by just a couple of fucking proton torpedoes. Yep, the size of a womp rat. Are they called proton torpedoes, or is that a fucking... I think it's Star Trek. That's a Star Trek thing, right? Yeah. yeah. They're called... Uh, they're just called torpedoes. Yeah, something. Yeah. Hey, if you know what they're called, uh, comment on it. Let us know, because Give we us don't a call. Know. Yeah, <laughs> right now. On 1-800-NO-PHONE-LINE. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Chaos and Sue's originally they were going to go get one of the reasons why Jin joined the Rebel Alliance at that point was she wanted to go save her father but little did you know that the that the uh, Rebel Alliance was actually trying to kill her father the entire time Ooh. whoa plot twist so they go they go try to save her father and uh, what do you know daddy issues ensue and uh, daddy dies that's a big thing in the Star Wars movies is daddy issues yeah you're not allowed to have two parents no <laughs> It's like the Disney World. You can't have two parents. It just yeah. doesn't exist. Like, you can have one, but the standard is one to zero parents. <laughs> so then so then he dies and they go back to the rebel they go back to the rebel base and the rebel's like, We're gonna disband like one little tiny yeah, like, the, There's a big the, weapon in the sky, we're done. I didn't realize how big a pussy the <laughs> fucking rebel alliance was. Well that was a really good point they brought up. They're all just senators that were just like, yeah, yeah. Alright, so we need to bring in some they like did, they did mention that in the rebel movie. warriors like we these guys people... weren't really meant to fight. They yeah. were just trying to stop the Empire from being so in that way, they needed people like fucking Saw Gerrera yeah, to like exactly. fucking jumpstart the actual fighting. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they realize, so so nobody believes her and they're like, oh, we'll just disband and we'll just let the Empire do what they want. They win, blah, blah, blah. And so then they, they're like, well, what if we go with the plans? We can go find a way to stop it. Yeah. And they do. And they go get the No, plan. but like the, uh, the, uh, the, the council? The rebel council, well, yeah, the, whatever the, the, the leaders, mini senate. They're they were basically like sitting on their hands. They didn't want to do anything without further fucking information or whatnot. But of course, Jin was like, "Fuck that shit. We need to fucking go now." Yep. So they go to that planet with all the, the information on it. You know, the information planet. <laughs> Planet info. <laughs> Don't they always in every in every like? Wouldn't you think those would be spaced out somewhere? Like, yeah, maybe not. Why is it all, all centralized the, in one tower on one planet? <laughs> we're gonna keep all the hard drives for every piece of information the Empire has ever <laughs> created in this one spire on this one portion of one planet. I mean, to be fair, they did have one one of those fucking planetary shields. Dude, the Empire loves their shields, man. They love their shields. <laughs> But it always gets taken down. Always. Why don't they build a shield for their shield <laughs> so they can shield while they shield? <laughs> Yo, what? dog, I heard you like shields. You know what we need, they need to do? <laughs> build a bigger shield. <laughs> All of our shields have failed before. What do we need? Welcome uh, to Shield World. <laughs> <laughs> That's season two of Westworld. Shield World. <laughs> <laughs> All the characters have shields. You cannot pass, sir. <laughs> Bunch of rogue guys with shields. <laughs> All different types of shields too. You know, you get yeah. like medieval shields and like yeah. you know, like emotional shields. Any like shields? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is Shield World, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, guys. We gotta keep it authentic. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, um, <laughs> yeah, they take off without any uh, authorization from the council. But they need a they need a, a, a name for their, their oh, team. Oh, yeah, because, uh, because tra- air traffic control is all like, why is this uh, fucking shuttle powering Why are you guys up? taking off? Like, why didn't they just fly away? Yeah, They're it's like, like, shuttle number whatever. Like, you're not clear to take off. What's your call sign? And then... Uh, Bodhi Rook, aha, ah. the pilot's name. 
Uh, he's on the radio trying to talk to him. And he's trying to stall because he doesn't know what to say. And then Jin's like, just say something. And he goes, uh, Rogue One? <laughs> yes, this is Rogue One. <laughs> like he was all proud of that. Like, yeah. oh, what are we doing? We're, we're defecting. We're, we're rogues? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, Got it. Ro- Rogue oh. One. Because we're one the I- first. <laughs> this will be one I can tell my kids. <laughs> because I'm totally going to live after this movie. <laughs> Hey, how do you know he's not in the sequel? I know. <laughs> so anyway, they take off. They go to the planet. There's so many planet names. I don't I, know. That's them the all. problem. Is there was there was like four different planets, and like two of them, they were only there for like three minutes. So I was like, yeah. I'm gonna remember these names. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they go to the uh, oh Scarif. 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 Info planet. Yeah, info planet. Shield world. Planet number four. <laughs> Shield world, where everybody has a shield. <laughs> so, so they go to Shield World. They enact their plan. <laughs> got to get through this. We got more to talk about. But the shields. <laughs> you thought we couldn't get through your shields? We have better ones. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, okay. So. <laughs> Okay, basically, okay, we got to speed through this because this is fucking taking forever. Um, so um, they go there to steal the plans from the fucking spire. This is this huge tower with the fucking antenna on top. <laughs> the, yeah, the citadel. Yeah. Um, they also use a, it's funny, they use an old fucking uh, uh, clearance code, just like in Return of the Jedi, to get through the planetary mm-hmm. shield. And it was the same, like, I think that was done on purpose. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a uh, throwback. Yeah, that's a callback to the Return of the Jedi. Anyway, they get through. um, And then basically their plan is you guys go fucking fight whoever comes. Yeah, you guys distract. And then Cassian Andor and Jyn Erso and K2SO are going to go in and look for the uh, Death Star plans. Yeah, so, so they go. They find the plans. And uh, they do some like crazy stuff, and then the uh, the Asian Jedi guy he decides to go and uh, he helps them be able to get through. Oh the shield. yeah, I'm one with the force. The force is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with yeah, me. That was a good mantra. Like <laughs> yeah. we haven't mentioned the guy's fucking blind. Yeah, He's yeah. a badass. Yeah, He's blind. And He's he one of my favorite ass. characters. That movie kicked some ass in that movie. And it, that was crazy when like they they were stuck in the that the battle on the uh, Scarif Beach, and he like they're they're basically pinned down, and he says. Fuck this! I'm putting my faith in the force, and he starts walking out. Into Not the, even running, just yeah, walking. just calmly walking, saying his mantra over and over. And like death troopers and fucking uh, scarif troopers are just fucking like missing him, and mm-hmm. he gets to the uh, the the contro- master control panel yeah, that will allow them to transmit. Yeah, so basically they could they could let the the, uh, oh, the rogue can- squadron that came in to like help yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So like so that they could get the plans and they yeah, basically they send them off. Was it because they need to open the shield or is it? There's well, the- it was it was two parts. One, the, oh no, I'm sorry. That you're right. No, they were trying to get that so that they could let the squadrons know up atop that they needed to break the shield so that they could get the the transmission yes, out. Yes, yes, that's what it was. Yeah, it's really complicated, but uh, we need to talk to somebody so you could break something so we could talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. Basically, is what it was. Okay, so um. You know, fight ensues. Awesome. Fucking... ATATs? ATACTs. Difference being... I don't know what it's called. What the... The elephant the walkers? I don't know. It's C. A-T-A-C-T. It's an at act. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> because at ats are the ones from Empire and um, Return of the Jedi. Because if you notice the the the, cockpit, the little two leg ones, right? No, those are ATSTs. Okay, so then what's the difference between an ATAT and an ATCT? ATACT. I don't know. They they definitely look different. Like if you notice the uh, the head, the cockpit. Yeah. It uh, has a different shape, and I believe the weapons are different. Okay. Possibly. Hmm. But so now. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah. <laughs> like Dude, fucking dudes. seeing walkers on fucking a, a beach. Yeah, for the first time we've actually seen walkers yeah. anywhere else than snow and that, that they're actually really all-terrain vehicles as compared to being like, yeah, they're good just, for one thing and one thing only. <laughs> snow. <laughs> You're really cold and you need something to walk? <laughs> we got you covered. 
Giant walking machines? Oh, come on down to giant walking machine world. <laughs> We've got big walking machines, little walking machines. Four-legged walking machines, two-legged walking machines. <laughs> Do they need shields? Fuck that. Go to shield world. <laughs> That's why they never had shields. <laughs> because the two owners hated each other. <laughs> he, they Can both... I get a shield for my walker? No, <laughs> fuck that guy. Walkers are shields, asshole. <laughs> fuck Jimmy McCorney over at over Walker World. <laughs> All right, so the... AT, ACT walkers are a larger version of the ADATs. Okay. And they're dedicated <laughs> to cargo... Uh, the, the cargo features, transport. Uh, yeah, uh, they have the bigger uh, cargo bed. All-terrain armored cargo transport. Yep. Ah. And then AT-ATs are all-terrain armored transports. So, so what's ATST? All-terrain scout transport. Cool. Nice. Okay, so what you're telling me is... Was that nerdy? That was... <laughs> yes. Shit, I'm surprised you know all that. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is... There's no it, shields. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> we should call this episode Shields Are Down. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, so what I was trying to say is, so uh, in 5, they have smaller AT-ATs, and then like in 7, when they built a bigger Death Star, they just decided in this movie, oh, we should just build bigger AT-ATs, even though technically it's in the past, but... Chronologically in the theatrical yeah. releases, oh. they just built bigger ATATs. Oh, uh, so um, okay, so you know, there's these badass death troopers. There's scare of troopers. There's ATACTs, sand troopers. Yeah, they're not technically sand troopers. Oh, they're scare of troopers. They're scare of. Well, they're Were not. Are they the, like the brown ones? Yeah, they're like brownish, but they have like that weird like visor-looking thing yeah. on their forehead. Anyway. If anyone has ever wondered why Death Troopers and Scarab Troopers and AT, ACTs don't make an appearance in episode four or five or six or seven or anywhere in the future is because technically they were all on Scarif when the Death Star blew it up. Yes. So, oh, yeah. so that was that, the big that was the big yeah. penultimate moment of the movie. So they basically they get all the they get all the plans out, they're able to break down the shield, uh, and then just as you think, like everything might be okay, then the Death Star shows up, and they're like the same thing they did on uh, Tatooine three. Yeah, what's it called? Jetta. Jetta. There you go. <laughs> I'm not gonna get that by the end of the episode, so I'm just gonna point to you, Jeremy. Whatever I need to know that name. Just think Jedi and then Jetta. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, so Death Star comes in. They're like, oh, just use one crystal, blow the shit out of it. And then they blew the shit out of it. So, unfortunately, it was a suicide run mission, and they lost a lot of people along the way. Yeah. Um, wasn't the um, Red Squadron leader, wasn't he a... Oh, wait, let's talk Let's talk about the, the space battle last. Um, but, um, yeah, as far as, like, the main heroes go, um, Jin and uh, Cassian are able to uh, take the plans. They find the plans because... Galen had named it uh, Stardust, which was his uh, his uh, nickname. nickname for Jin when she was a little kid. Yeah, and that, I thought that was really sweet. And it was like, and Cassian's all like, "How do you know it's that one?" She goes, "I just know because <laughs> it's me. Because it's me. I, it's I'm I'm, I'm Stardust." Stardust. <laughs> and she starts voguing. <laughs> She's like, uh, "We're kind of on a mission right now." <laughs> Not yet, Cassian. <laughs> K2's dying out there. She's like, I need oh. to frame this. Yes, okay, let's talk about K2's last moments. Dude, like, he had so many dope moments. You're just going to have to watch the movie to fucking see them all. But um, he's, so basically, um, they find out where the uh, um, the files are being held. But they need K2 to access the uh, the control panel to give him, like, a general like a general idea of where the files would be located, right? Mm-hmm. So he tells them to leave, and he's basically, this is my last stand, and that's when they have that whole moment between him and Jin where, like, you know, they're pals now and all that. Um, but, yeah, he's holding off a bunch of stormtroopers all by himself, and the whole time he's getting shot up, like, left and right, but he's still fulfilling his function 
to help out. Yeah, he's Jin still and he's Cassian. still looking for the thing while he's he's basically fending off stormtroopers yeah, the entire it, time. It's just so awesome. But like, eventually, you know, he gets shot up too much and he's like, he just dies, and it's fucking sad, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first big death of the of the movie. Yeah, and it was amazing like that's just such an amazing uh droid but yeah um, he was that they did a really good job with his character gave him a lot of heart yeah gave him a lot of love and like a lot of funny moments and like he's like i said he's my new favorite droid in all of star wars mm-hmm. he's one of my new favorite characters of all star wars mm-hmm. i think he's great True. not yeah. porkins <laughs> okay i said one of my new favorite <laughs> so anyway um the um uh, the last two survivors like of the of Rogue One are Jin and Cassian, and they have this moment where, like you know, they're like we did it. Yeah, we did it, and like they're kind of like almost kind of loving on each other. Yeah, like, it, it was like a romantic we, moment. Yeah, they have a romantic moment where like if they weren't gonna die, we would probably Bone. get together, and then but they don't kiss, which is I thought it was a good move. Yeah, because like no yeah. reason, no reason to add a love story on top of everything else they, yeah, exactly. they were doing. They didn't it, need to it add was, that. It was already implied. I mean, she was jerking him off, but there was no. <laughs> oh yeah, involved. oh yeah. There was some handy action going, but he just want she just want to make sure he felt. <laughs> just want to make sure he felt good on the way out, you know. <laughs> no, but like um, he couldn't tell if he was coming <laughs> or going. <laughs> George so they, Carlin, we miss you. So they have this uh, this beautiful moment where like you know they're holding each other on the on the beach. And then they see the uh, the the Death Star's uh, beam hit off in the distance. They they were a fan of that imagery in this movie, where like it's not like in uh, New Hope where the Death Star fires at a planet and just instantly explodes. No, they want because that's what that's what uh, Tarkin said. He was like, I don't want to make a make a martyr out of these people. I just want to show a show of force. So they they were just doing little things like so they Alderaan were, they was were operating the, at basically like half capacity is what yeah, you're or even less. It was like one like one hundred or like one one crystal as compared to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Alderaan was officially the first planet they blew up, and I don't think they wanted to ruin okay, that cannon. But, but basically, it was the power of like fucking a thousand atomic bombs. Yep, and and they just killed destroyed that whole section of the planet yeah and then you know Jin and cassian die they're on the beach it's a beautiful scene except for this giant wave of death that's coming at them and then it just blips out there's no there's no like goodbye it's just a very simple just yeah they're just gone so they're dead um but throughout this whole time there's a space battle going on which was fucking awesome Epic. Um, yeah they start um they start off with uh um with a uh, with red squadron Gold Squadron and Blue Squadron. Yeah. Right? Yep. Of course, Red Squadron is all the uh, the X-Wings. Gold Squadron is the um, uh, the Y-wings. Y-Wings. And then Blue Squadron was... was X-Wings as well. It was X-Wings, but like, yeah. But those like, like half, of, half of Blue Squadron <laughs> got destroyed yeah. not making the shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. Um, they didn't make the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. <laughs> You're no Millennium Falcon. <laughs> uh, but anyway... Um, what was dope about the this is like when they were starting the battle, they were doing that whole like calling out their call sign and stuff, and it was like red leader, and it was fucking like old it was, footage. It was, it was red was, leader, yeah, yeah. It was oh, really? old footage from fucking a New Hope, I guess uh, footage that they had shot and they not never used. used yeah. yeah, but yeah, it was uh, red leader and gold leader like original guys, and then um, they were calling out numbers, and then of course red five we know is uh, Luke Skywalker's call sign, but. What was dope about that was uh, in Rogue One, Rogue Five, Red Five dies. Yeah. He crashes or something like in a real lame way. <laughs> <laughs> but that explains why there's an, uh, a vacancy in, uh, in Red Squadron by the time Luke gets to the, the Rebel Alliance. And yep. so he fills in Red Five. He becomes five. Red Five. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then basically um, to take down the shield... Like, they crash. They yeah. crash a. Uh, they, take, they crash a star destroyer into another star destroyer yeah. into the shield. Yeah, but they use the uh, a ship called the Hammerhead Corvette, which is basically the ship that you see Leia the on. The ship. It's the ship. It's the ship. <laughs> it's basically the ship you see Leia on at the beginning of A New Hope, which no. is no. I, it's a Corell. Oh, that's a Corellian cruiser. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But a Hammerhead Corvette, I believe, was from uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, was it? Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, they use the. Uh, I guess it's designed to ram ships because it has like a like a reinforced Literally armored a hammerhead. like hammerhead to the ship. But basically, yeah, they use that to push 
a damaged Star Destroyer into another Star Destroyer, and then they both crash into the fucking the shield generator, and that's how uh, they're able to get um, air support to the uh, to Rogue One down on Scarif. Yeah, and then also to be able to get the <clears throat> to get the uh, uh, the signal back up so that they can get the Death Star plans. Yeah, and so then you see no, yeah, they have to get the physical plans to them though. No, no, no. They just need to. They need to transmit up. That's why she was getting to the big. Okay, the, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and then so you see that one guy's like downloading the plans onto a onto a circuit board, and, and so then, like he like running away. All of a sudden, the door gets caught, and then a bunch of a uh, bunch of rebels get beat the shit out of by uh, okay. by Darth Vader. Picture this dark hallway in a in a starship, and then you just hear. And it's fucking glowing red, and it's Darth Vader with his red lightsaber, and he just fucking unleashes on these poor rebel fighters, man. They had no chance. Like they're firing at him, he's just blocking them left and right with his lightsaber. He's using force throws and everything. Oh, that was my favorite one. He throws the guy to the ceiling, and then just a quick just slice across the middle yeah, of them. Yeah, just fucking savage, dude. So finally, one of the one of the rebel troopers just gr- like sends it out the door to another rebel rebel trooper. That yeah, and guy he's like, runs. Take it, run, run. So he basically takes it, runs into like a, a cockpit, and he's like. Oh my lady, like my lady, like we have the ability. We we need to get yeah. this off the planet. And off. it's a figure in like a white robe with a little headdress with on, a hood on. <clears throat> and turns of around, course, turn around. It's Princess Leia, it's Leia CGI Organa. Princess Leia. Yep, as young, young nineteen year old mm-hmm. Princess Leia. So then all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, her little <laughs> Corellian cruiser just shoots off. Yeah, it uh, it gets dropped from a bigger. Uh, bigger uh, starship yeah like it's in its hangar or whatever and then they take off and that's basically the beginning of fucking New episode Hope. four yeah and so <laughs> that's that's a great thing they did i think they connected four to five or three to, three to the four. story to four and then there was a yeah. great connection between three and four exactly yeah yeah all right guys unfortunately we have run out of time i <laughs> i this movie was so good i feel like we could done another two podcasts on this but yeah we'll get to the uh the other thing on the yeah on the we'll next get episode. to that some other time um just really quickly uh, I don't want a big description, but on a scale of A to Z, A to F, where do you guys rate this movie? What? A to Z to F? A to F. On a scale of A to <laughs> F, where do you rate this movie? Jeremy. What letter comes before A? S. <laughs> That's a video. It's a video game thing. It's F, F, D, C, B, A, and then S. S is always superior. Okay, then S. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, like fucking from like, Resident Evil and shit. Devil May Cry. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> double S. Double S. Yeah. Nice. I'll give it a double S. Veg. I liked it a lot. I wouldn't say an S for me because Empire is my S. Uh, Empire's pretty good. I love Empire. So this has got to be an A++. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I'll, I'll say that it's an A plus for me too. All right, I'll Def- drop I'll drop it to a single S. I still like it better than Empire. So you say it's your favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah. All right. Well, we thoroughly enjoyed the movie. We think you, I we I can say from every here at Talking Stupid, but you should go see it as well. Um, thank you guys for listening. Again, do subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun places. Uh, and have a happy holidays, guys. Uh, be this, safe out there, too. Yeah, absolutely. During the holidays and whatever you guys celebrate, happy holidays from all of us here at Stupid Flanders and Talking Stupid. And we'll see you again on another episode of Talking Stupid. Or on the 26th. Or on the 26th. 26. Don't forget that. 26. Come on out. Yeah. Have fun. We'll buy you a beer. Beer's uh, awesome. Will will buy you a beer. <laughs> yeah. Will will buy you a beer. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. All Have right, a bye. great night. Night. This has been a Stupid Flanders production. 